Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Okay, we're hitting the hot sauce. The hottest, spiciest food Move listeners ever experienced and what it did to them today on the podcast. Also, we're going to tell you why shower oranges are trending. Shower oranges, yep. And Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, he's calling out Ken Jennings. And getting money back from the CRA. Turns out there are hundreds of millions of dollars just sitting there. Just sitting there. $1,000 minute advantage right now. This is for the Wednesday, February 8th, 8 a.m. $1,000 minute. Question number 10. The answer is and will be Twilight. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Tuesday. Thank you very much, Aaron. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, cold start to our morning. That wind out there. It's cold. Okay, so minus five. The temperature feels like minus nine. Yeah. Good times. It's going to be zero degrees yeah. later on today, though, so yeah. it'll, it will warm up. Uh, just a bit of a windy start to our morning. You know those days when you uh, have, like, nothing going on, and you're like, I can't. I'm just going to get home. I'm going to catch up on my TV shows and mm, relax. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have one of those? Well, I wanted to have one of those days yesterday. I had nothing going on after work. I was so excited to go home and just get cozy. Modem breaks. Yeah. It is like the most annoying thing in the world. We were, we were having problems with our modem before we went to Turks and Caicos. So we got a new one sent in the mail. So we had a second one. So we're right. like, perfect. Good. We'll just swap it out. Connect that one. Not working. What? The and new one not working? The new one does not work. So, so this happened go, at like... go down to the modem store. Yeah, right? One. you think it'd be that easy. So of course, it's like noon and I'm like, are you kidding me? And you oh. never realize like how useless you actually are without Wi-Fi. I'm like, oh... I can't turn my lights on in my apartment because everything is connected to my Wi-Fi. Right. I can't ask my Alexa to play some nice music as I'm cooking dinner. You can't watch those TV shows. Oh, my gosh. It's such a pain in the butt. And then, of course, you call whatever company you're with and they're oh, like, come on. oh, well, come tomorrow, but you have to be home from 8 to 4. Right. Well, I can't be home 8 to 4. Can't I just drop down to the modem store? Well, too bad. Then we can't fix it for you. So it's like, oh, my God. It really is a an inconvenience. It's a pain system. in the butt. Mm-hmm. And then Renee and I are, go, are going, okay, well, can you go to the office and download a movie or something so we can watch something tonight? Anyways, it's just one of those things that when it happens, you don't realize how inconvenient it actually is. Living like Nothing the pilgrims, works. just not watching anything. <sighs> a couple more days of this. Can't turn on the lights, sleeping in the, can't turn in on the dark, the- can't cook anything. I was like, I have to physically walk around and... Turn the light switch on. With a flashlight. Haven't done that in years. And then that messes everything up. Does. It really does. And the modem does arrive. Uh, All right. Retrain Alexa. Good times. (laughs) Modern problems. Yep. Do you like olives? Yeah. Ooh, especially when they're stuffed with cheese and (laughs) garlic. Okay, do you like green olives better than black olives? Yes. do Do you? I like green. Okay. Um... Green olives and black olives are not a different species. Oh, by the way, if you've just joined us for the first time at this hour, this is what the fact, Mm. you know, just some random facts that you might remember or might not. Who knows? Green olives and black olives are not different species. They reflect the color difference reflects whether they were picked before or after ripening. Oh. So if you like green olives more than you do black olives, you like under-ripened olives. Hmm. So... 
Take that. You know what my new obsession is as of late? What is it? Blue cheese stuffed olives in a martini. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And do you wait until the martini's gone before you down that olive? Basically, yeah. Right. Maybe I'll have one in between, you know, sips. But for the most part... You like to soak it all up. What the fact? Okay. <laughs> You're like, anyways, moving on. Yeah, I've got I've got work to do here, if you don't mind. <laughs> the movie Babe used 48 different pigs to play Babe. Okay, that's what you want to follow up that story with. <laughs> well, I just didn't want to think about you drinking a martini right now and choking down that olive later. Did you have chores to do when you were a kid? <laughs> of course. New fact, you did. Okay. Okay, the longest study of humans ever conducted was uh, the 75-year-long Harvard Grant study, it basically found that professional success in life comes from having done chores as a kid. Checks out. Yeah, if you didn't have any chores to do. No responsibilities. Sorry, you're going to suck at life. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more. Nice. Great great advice from Peter. You're going to suck at life. <laughs> Don't suck at life. Don't suck. Do chores when you were a kid. Oh, great. Uh, And uh, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, written by Frank Baum, L. Frank Baum, he got the idea in Oz from his filing cabinet. He had one drawer that was labeled A to G. Oh, my gosh. One that was H to N, and one that was O to Z, Oz. (laughs) Wow. That's where The Wizard of Oz Zero effort. Yeah, so (laughs) blue cheese stuffed olives in a martini. Yeah, that's the best takeaway from this, is it not? (laughs) Right? It is. What the fact? Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Do you have a recurring dream? You have it once a week, once a month maybe, but it's basically the same dream over and over again. We want to know what that dream is. I have been dreaming about a specific coworker of ours, and in my dream... He's always crashing my car. And it might not it might not be my car specifically every time, but it's a vehicle that I am responsible to be driving. So it was my car the first time. Second time, I, I think I was in my dad's truck. The third time, I might have been in Renee's truck. But for whatever reason, I get him to, like, hop in the car and do something for me quickly, move it, and he crashes it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so mad every time. I'm like, why did I... Why did I trust him to move my car when he keeps crashing it? Yeah, it's I mean, kind of weird. Don't all dreams in the end come down to like anxiety of, of like something in your life that's just making you anxious? Well, yeah. I mean, we were reading earlier, 44% of Canadians say that they often dream about snakes. And snakes are uh, representing dreams of fear and insecurities. Uh-huh, so right. if you're dreaming about snakes or whatever, it does represent... Fear. Yeah, so if you're dreaming of a, if you have a dream and there's an animal in it, it's more likely to be snakes than any other animal. And they yeah. show up in, in, in the, not the majority of Canadians' dreams, but in a hell of a lot of Canadians' mm-hmm. dreams. Isn't Strange. it weird, though, to be, you know, having a dream like this over and over? Text here says, good morning, recurring dream about a coworker crashing your car. Could mean many things. It's a trust issue, maybe. Maybe you trusted them with something confidential, <laughs> and you're uncertain about sharing this with them now, and it could mean an uncertainty or a trust level. Or it could mean they're a terrible driver. <laughs> LOL. Okay, I'm going to have to go into a deep dive of this one. It's just weird. Does I know this coworker. Does he even own a car? No. 
Does he have a driver's license? Yes. Okay. Just doesn't own a car. Just doesn't, doesn't drive. Own a car. Well, I'm town. not going to let him drive my car if he doesn't even <laughs> own a car. He's a little out of practice, I've I would say. I've let him have my car before. I've let him take my car or drive. If I've left my car at his house, he'll drive it to my house the next day. So it's not like I don't trust him. It's weird. Okay, so it's not a trust issue. Maybe they're a terrible driver. Yeah. Anyways, if you have any recurring dreams, share with us what that dream is about. Maybe we can try to do a bit of a deep dive <laughs> yes. on what it means. We have that power. Don't yeah. We? Uh, good morning, Move 100. Do you have a recurring dream? Yeah. Well, I haven't so much lately, but I used to have one always I could fly. Oh. Flying, yeah. And if somebody was after me, uh, you know, I would escape by flying. And then I would have these dreams of just being able to fly if just I, whenever I wanted to, I could just go zip up into the air and just go. Okay, a quick Google search says that dreams about flying often represent an unconscious desire to free themselves from their problems. <laughs> well, that could just be true. <laughs> you never know, right? You don't know. No, that is weird. And I used to have, years ago, I used to have a dream of uh, getting up high and trying to get down. Oh. And that was frightening, but I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would not like that dream at all. <laughs> no, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> it was a nightmare to me. And yeah. If I, if I was to dream about a snake, it would be an absolute nightmare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this text, this is terrifying, but I used to always have a recurring dream that I was running down a dirt road and there was a truck chasing me. Oh. Hey, maybe it was your friend. Uh, truck chasing me. Then I would wake up before they caught up to me. I went to see a psychic and she asked me if I like to run outside. I said, yeah. She said, be careful running on back roads. I see two people in a truck stopping to pick you up and they don't have good intentions. Oh my gosh. Holy crap. Uh, but the text ends, moral of the story, stay inside and eat snacks <laughs> instead of going for runs. Yeah, true that. I remember when I was a kid, I used to always have dreams about like being chased mm. and I would always fall down and couldn't get back up quick enough. Like I'd always be, and I just remember always being on a train track for some reason. Wow. And I could not get up to run away. So either I was being chased by a person or maybe there was a train coming. It was stressful. Question, are you just, I mean... Have you always been aware of that, or were you just reminded by this? Oh, story? I've been aware of it. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I've I've talked about it before. The 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 not being able to get up and run away. It's, right. It's so stressful, and then you wake up with so panic. much anxiety and yeah. panic. It's like I may as well not even gone to bed last night because yeah. now I'm just so stressed. Yeah. Does this ever happen to you? Do you not have recurring dreams? No, I woke up uh, this morning thinking that I I really had to pee badly. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Yes. Oh. And, and and I did. Yeah, and you did. Okay, good for you. <laughs> uh, good morning, Move 100. Do you have recurring dreams as well? Yeah, mine I've actually been having for absolutely years now, like since I was in elementary school. Um, it's me at my elementary school playground. There is a cop on the hill, and I'm on the monkey bars, and all of a sudden I fall through this black hole, and the cop does absolutely nothing. What? <laughs> Yeah, and I've been having this for years. No like, kidding. I want to say 10 to, like, 8 to 10 years. Do you wake yourself up? You know when you fall in a dream and you get that jolt. big jolt that mm. wakes you out of bed? Do you wake up from that? No, I've never. What? I mm. just always remember having it. 
Wow. Okay, I'm doing a quick Google search here about what that could possibly mean. <laughs> yeah, there are two different things happening there, though. But, okay, so the black hole thing. It says, okay, uh, it says, dreams about falling into a hole means that you will have a flow of life energy, new projects, and ideas. What does that even mean? Okay, what about the cop ignoring you? What does Yeah, <laughs> dreams about cops ignoring you. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's weird. Hey, it's weird that your mind can can consistently have this exact same dream over and over, especially from when you were a kid. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wild. Weird. Sorry, can't get the can't get the meaning here. No idea what it means, but, <laughs> but it's weird. It's a, it's a good okay. one. I've been looking for it forever. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Recurring dreams. Uh there's a couple here uh, texting in uh that that uh, I think a lot of us have had this dream, being in an elevator that's falling or the floor drops uh, out on the elevator. That feeling in your stomach, too. The text says it's always so scary. Um, this is such a, a common dream that Disney has an entire ride. Right. The Tower of Terror. Based on this, right? You're in a dream. Oh, you're in the tower. Well, you're in the twilight zone. Right. But the bottom drops out from underneath. Oh, that's of you. the worst. But I mean, that's how common that is. Uh-huh. That they've made an entire theme ride out of this whole thing. Um, Scotty, good morning. Your recurring dream. I used to have a dream when I was a kid that my dad was scratching his back with a aerosol can, and then a bomb fell out of it, and then I would fall down the stairs, and that would always tell me that I was falling out of bed. Yeah, and I think your dream dream is about you've got a co-worker and they're in control of something that you're not in control of and you're worried that something's going to go wrong because of that. Oh, I I do not want control. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) No, I think you've got a a second career uh, in the works here as a dream analyst. Honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Scotty, thank you. By the way, if you're just joining us, I did mention earlier that I kept having a dream about a coworker who was crashing my car. Crashing your car all the time. So he's trying to figure out my dream there as well. Uh, hi, good morning. How about you? How about your uh, recurring dream? What is it about? I had one years ago, a wild one, uh, quite a few years ago now, for about three or four years, at least once a week. I used to work in Timberley and lived in Sackville. So I kept having this reoccurring dream that I had answered a call to work in the middle of the night. I was coming home. I had just come from the 103 back around to the 102 and was on my way back to Sackville. And in my rearview mirror, I could see this plane coming down and then the fireball behind me of the plane crashing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And about a, it stopped. I had it three or four years, and all of a sudden it stopped for maybe two months. I never had it again. According to the web, <laughs> according to the Internet, if you're dreaming about a plane crash, it's likely to represent some form of inner turmoil. Any inner turmoil going on in your life at the time? I was just about to get married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your turmoil hadn't even started yet, my oh, friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? Oh, well, 25 years so far. Yeah, well. So far. Don't get your hopes up. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Hashtag shower orange is trending. (laughs) And you guessed it. 
It involves you eating an orange in the shower. Okay. Okay, this is taking off on TikTok, mm-hmm. of course, right now. Uh, one video talking about this generated millions of views. Now, the user who posted this says eating an orange in the shower eliminates any worry of making a mess. So easy cleanup, and you can rip it open with no remorse. In a hot shower, the heat and humidity exaggerate the taste and smell of orange. Okay. The smell of citrus has also been linked to stress relief. So this is a well-rounded experience. Um, I, I would agree that the smell would increase, like the, the ability to smell the orange would increase. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I'm not too worried about making a mess when I eat an orange. <laughs> Everything think, dripping. And I, I think I've got it down now. A few people in the comments are kind of grossed out about the idea of eating in your bathroom, but most people seem to be intrigued by this and, you know, are giving it a go. If you're going to eat in the shower, an orange would be a good place to start. Hashtag shower orange. Give it a try and let us know how that experience was. Hey, you may be sitting on some money from the CRA and you might not even know it. Uh, The CRA says they have over $1 billion in uncashed checks dating back to as far as the 1990s. Now, the CRA says they sent e-notifications to those who are owed money, and they plan to send another 25,000 notifications out in May. So there are a few reasons as to why you might have an uncashed check that you don't know about. It could have been misplaced or lost years ago. It could have been mailed to an old address and so on. So to check if you're sitting on any money, all you have to do is sign into your uh, CRA My Account. (sighs) Under My Account, you'll be able to tell if there's any uncashed checks. Why did you just go? It sounds so simple. Seriously, it, is. it, it isn't all that simple. It, it, you, as you just said it, it is simple. Yeah. But, I mean, if you forget a password or something, oh, you, you have to, I mean, you basically have to swear on your grandchildren's yeah. lives that you don't even have yet to get your password. You need to, to write down the CRA password somewhere because it's one of those ones you don't want to say forgot password and it, that's a whole process. Mm-hmm. But I have an, I have a thing in my phone. There's a whole list is. of questions, like five different questions. What was your first street you lived on? Okay, but well, you know those answers. But I didn't live on a street. I lived on a rural road. Oh my gosh. Also, watch for scams because when these kind of things come out, of course, you're going to get scams. If you ever get a text saying deposit your money here, don't <laughs> click that. You got to be on the Government of Canada website to yes. check this. But check it out. You never know how much money you could have in there without even realizing. And you might remember last week we talked about Jeopardy referencing the Trailer Park Boys, more specifically using a Rickyism for one of their um, categories. Here are your categories in the Jeopardy round. We begin with Worst Case Ontario. They're not Ontarians. These are imaginary situations. So that's obviously a classic Rickyism from the show. Worst Case Ontario. He says it all the time. Ricky from Trailer Park Boys has now responded to Jeopardy stealing his line. We begin with Worst Case Ontario. They're not Ontarians. These are imaginary. Oh, what the f- they can't use that without my permission, can they? Who's this Jen Cannon's guy? I gotta f- talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing. Ricky posted that on social media and it's been shared thousands and thousands of times. I hope Jeopardy sees that. And that is what is trending this morning on Move 100. Check in at move100halifax.ca and see what you can win. Right on. Ladies and gentlemen. Move. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. Mark Prezzo, good news for you this morning. Password to Paradise, you are our latest winner heading to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. I won a trip to Turks, no way. 
Yeah. Way. <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. Thank you so much. Mark, you're welcome. And have the time of your life in Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Password to Paradise continues. Your next password to win your trip to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning on Move 100. Getting you pumped up for the day. Get up and go. Get up, 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 up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Good morning. It is Aaron and people. 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 Aaron and Peter. <laughs> what, you got new plans? I was just thinking to myself, people. No longer Peter, it's people. <laughs> oh, my God. How many people? I was about to say the word people. <laughs> I combined people and Peter. It's okay. okay. Aaron and Peter. Aaron and Peter. People <laughs> who eat spicy food <laughs> apparently are to live a more adventurous and sexier life. Okay, so if you like spicy food, yeah. you're probably more <laughs> adventurous than those of us, me included, who doesn't particularly like spicy food, and you have a better love life. At least that's right. what the experts are saying right. these days. You're, are you a spicy guy? No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, spices, yes. Hot spices, not necessarily. Yeah, I we're mean, talking hot spices. If I go to a Thai restaurant... I will ask for just, you know, just mildly hot, okay? Thank mm, you. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, load it up. I, I want to sweat. anything else. I can't taste anything <laughs> else but the, the heat. And I mean, I'm sorry. My face gets red. My eyes are running. My nose is running. It's not Ooh. pretty. What's the spiciest thing you've ever had? Like, oh, did you well. ever? You know, I, I like, like, wasabi. I like. Uh, okay. But, I mean, I'll put just a little bit of it on a piece of sushi. Mm. Uh, and if I put too much, I have that same reaction I was just talking about. But do you ever remember eating something that maybe you didn't realize was going to be as spicy as it was? Of course. Maybe you were kind of traumatized. Oh, yeah. Actually, it just happened uh, last last week. Yes. Oh. We, we were at the fourth lock of the restaurant in Fall River. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a piece of salami on the charcuterie board. And I just... You know, put the whole thing in my mouth. Salami. Just, yes, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it was like, I don't know, calabrese so- sausage yeah, or something. the best. Well, good, but <laughs> that was my reaction. I was reaching for the water. I was, I was, again, it just, it's not a good look for me. I love spicy food. And I'm like, when Renee and I eat dinner, she just watches me. She's like, you need help because you'll just see how much hot sauce and pepper and whatever I'll put on my food. But I have one one dish in particular that actually traumatized me. It was so spicy. And it takes a lot for it to, you know, not be a good a good thing for me. But I was eating at a restaurant called uh, Joey Restaurant. They have them, you know, in Toronto and out west or whatever. And they had this thing on the on the menu called, I think it was like spicy noodles. It was like a ramen. But it had a warning next to the menu item about how spicy it was. So naturally, I'm like, oh, I got to get that. And my dad, I was with him. He ordered the same thing as well. And when we ordered it, the server knew my dad because he was a regular, but he looked at me and went, are you sure? <laughs> because people send this back. It is so spicy. I'm like, I can handle this. It's no problem. I could not handle it. They brought back the dish. I think I ate two bites of it and had to pack it up for my dad to take home for his leftovers. But it was so spicy that the inside I felt like the inside of my stomach became raw. Mm. It was so painful Yikes. that I quite literally did not eat any other food for the next like day and a half because anything that I ate, it would just burn inside my stomach. What about your dad? I mean, he's Oh, he, he was, was fine. fine. He was literally he was not even face. He didn't even have a sweat coming down his his forehead. Why are some people programmed like that or do you or do you learn to like it is it something that that you attain over years or do you do you just not 
taste it the same way, not have the same reaction to the spice. I was, I was frankly embarrassed that I couldn't handle it because usually I can, right? I think I just answered my own question because there are entire regions of the world where you know, hot food yeah. is, is the norm. Oh, totally. And people aren't saying, oh, I can't eat that. No, they've learned to to love it. Have you ever had something that was so spicy that you'll never forget it? Like maybe maybe the outcome was really bad. <laughs> maybe it just traumatized you from ever eating spicy foods ever again. Text just came in. Peter, you mentioned wasabi. I took a nice scoop of wasabi thinking it was avocado. Oh, no. That was fun. Rookie LOL. mistake. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> You're not the first to do that. I know. Kids, right? You go out for sushi, they don't even realize what wasabi is. You take your eyes off them for two seconds and they're bawling. Right? Yeah. So the spiciest thing you've ever ate, I would love, we would love to hear what that is. <laughs> Aaron and people would like Aaron to know. Aaron and people. You know how it goes. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. David says, much like Aaron, I love hot spicy food. Mm. And also like Aaron, I went to this one Chinese restaurant that no longer exists here. They had a dish called numbing chicken. I would order that. It came in mild and hot. The owner slash server spoke almost no English, but was very deliberate to ask, have you had before? I replied, no, but I like hot food. She looked me right in my eyes and said, deadpan, you want mild. <laughs> my entire face was numb after I ate it. They weren't lying with oh that name. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. <laughs> Anybody try the, the one chip challenge? Because every now and then, like, that was a big thing a few years back. But now they have, like, a new flavor in store. Like, if you see them at Sobeys or whatever. Did you ever try that? I never tried the either. one chip challenge. Now I so it's just a random... Now I obviously am like, I think we should try to do it. I mean, like I said, it was a big thing for a while, but then they they continue bringing out like new flavors or whatever. So I saw it at Sobeys just a few weeks ago. The idea is that there is one chip in the bag. One chip in the the bag. And it's like $6.99 or something for one chip. We can share one because there's no way that, you know, both of us are going to eat. Well, I probably could do it. I think you would die. (laughs) (laughs) So that's your plan. Well, it'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? (laughs) See if you can handle it. Not if you die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's buy some Greek yogurt as well Because I think that's what Wash it down Well, that's what actually cools down hot spicy foods This text is funny, this is me It says, good morning, I had coworkers from India Come to Jim's on the Bedford Highway For breakfast with me for the first time Jim's is awesome Uh, Continues to say, breakfast came They all reached in their pockets And pulled out Tabasco sauce Saying, nothing in the restaurant is hot enough To go on their eggs (laughs) I laughed so hard, I couldn't believe it I used to have one of those mini uh, sriracha bottles on my car keys <laughs> for emergencies. Seriously? Yeah, they're like little mini ones. You that you can your hook. own yeah. just in case? Yeah. Are you kidding me? How many times have I been to a restaurant or somewhere where I'm like, no, no hot sauce? Like, what? how am I supposed to enjoy this? Last week you were laughing at the guy who brought his own maple syrup with <laughs> yeah, him. True. <laughs> <laughs> in case, uh, you know, a pancake breakfast ever broke out anywhere yeah. and they didn't have real maple syrup, you brought your own hot sauce. I will everywhere. literally drink hot sauce on oh its own. That's God. how much I love it. So, Oh, this woman. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Grace, good morning. Spicy foods, the spiciest food you've ever had? Well, we're actually East Indians, and our food is spicy. Yeah. So sometimes when my mom makes some types of, like, Indian food, I'm like, oh, that's a little spicy, Mom. And she's like, well, we use a lot of spices, so eat it, enjoy it. Yeah. So, how, how would I do eating your mom's uh, <laughs> spiciest food? 
Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, depending on how you can tolerate your spice, probably a 5. Oh, okay. When are we uh, When are we coming over? I would love to have. <laughs> <laughs> She's currently gone away, oh. so when she comes back, you're more than welcome. Thank there you. you go, Peter. Erin, <laughs> you're welcome as well. Oh, so. thank you. You know I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the more the merrier. Halifax's Move 100. It's early morning with Aaron and Peter. Thanks, Grace. Thanks, Grace. I just want to see Peter, like, crying hey, at the table. When we were in Turks and Caicos, yeah. we went to Bombay Restaurant. Yeah. We literally ordered everything on the menu. Quite literally. We had literally. a table full of people. <laughs> and... And it was delicious. I think I would do just fine. But I, the one chip challenge, you've got to hold, the, yeah, we're going to do that. Okay, if I can find the one the one chip, what's it called? It's pack something. It starts with a P. If I can find it, that chip in, in Sobeys, I'm going to get it and we're going to oh, give it a try. is it ghost pepper? That's what it's made with, but there's an actual brand name for it. i got to look it up. I can't remember. It's okay. been a minute. This is the text. My 30-year-old did the one chip challenge by himself. Oh, my gosh. And had to stop his car on the way home from work and lay in a field for an hour. <laughs> the stomach burn lasted for hours. Uh, and what is it? Granted, he is also a six foot two man full of tattoos, LOL. Okay. He said he'd never do it again. Who does the one chip challenge by themselves? I'm not going to do it without a nurse practitioner beside me to hear the whole thing. You want somebody else feeling your pain. Of course. Right? And, and recording your pain for, for social media. Okay, so Aster Rose just messaged us on Facebook and said, my 13-year-old son did the one chip challenge. Do it, Aaron. His friends and him did it and videotaped it. Their faces turned red and all of them threw up except for my son. <laughs> you and Peter cannot split one chip. You each need a whole one. Do it. And video oh, I'm it. I'm going to be nibbling every little chip, saying, is that the spice? Is that the spicy shit? Okay, it's not the spicy one. Then I'll eat it. Okay, so clearly <laughs> the one chip challenge is definitely the spiciest thing that a lot of people have tried. Clearly. Also, um, this text, I'm intrigued by this. It says, my husband sells hot sauce. We were talking about how much I love hot sauce. It's called Nurple Sauce. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have to try the... I'm scared to say all these words. You have to try the dile delectable dill pickle hot sauce. Okay. That sounds, that sounds delicious. Good. But nurple? nurple sauce? <laughs> that might be the best name for hot sauce I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. You know what nurple is, right? Like purple nurple? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, okay, fine. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, Everyone loves a good old purple so nurple, So this is right? what it's going to do to your nipples? It's going to... Does hot know, sauce turn your nipples purple? It's going to be like somebody reaching out and grabbing you <laughs> and twisting? Yeah, we can handle it, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mick, good morning. How about you? Spiciest food I've ever had was many, many years ago, I had a chance to go to Singapore and they have a dish there called Mi Goreng. And this was a dry, hot spice served with uh, even spicier pork. <laughs> and uh, it burned my mouth. So what you had to do is you had to also buy a liter of a lime juice. And they would drink this stuff out of a bag. A liter of lime? Would you go through the entire liter of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still, still try it. Oh, yes, absolutely. I recommend it. It, it, it. I mean, it made my pores 
sweat, uh, ears draining, uh, every every orifice clears you right out. Wait, you missed the last part of that sentence. Every, every orifice, orifice was sweating. My body was leaking, <laughs> leaking, leaking. <laughs> Oh, that is wow. wild. Yes, you take a, somebody who is, grew up on a diet of, of potatoes and meat <laughs> and Absolutely. say, here, oh, boy. eat this. Ah. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100 okay. And regarding the one-chip challenge, which Aaron continues to say that we have to do. and you Well, know, I wanted, I think it'd be hilarious to watch you To watch to me this. die. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> this text uh, that tells me of, of, of yet another reason why I should never do this. I have done the one chip challenge at school, first class with my friends. It's not just spicy. When you have an up, empty stomach, it's much worse oh, than yeah, that. Oh, yeah, It's about 10 minutes of spice. Then it feels like a black hole is inside your stomach. Every time I tried to move, it would feel like that. It was bad. So, okay, we have to have a full stomach before we try it. If anyone oh. sees the One Chip Challenge in any stores around HRM, can you let us know? Text us at 124-7. I, I remember seeing them most recently at Sobeys in the last, like, three months, but I haven't seen them in a while. And I'm just looking on Amazon. They're, like, $40 for one chip. Seriously? I'm not spending $80. It only comes with one? Yeah, that's the point. Oh. It's a one-chip challenge. Oh, you get no. one single. It almost looks like a single Pringle. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was, like, a, an entire bag of chips, but no. one of them is. No. You have to buy them separately. So, if you see them around, give us a shout. Horrible. I just watched a video. I made that mistake of watching a guy do this in Sackville. The Sackville guy, yeah. He, <laughs> it's, it's about three minutes of working up to it. The video is nine minutes long. He takes a chip. He eats it in one, like, the entire chip in his mouth, the poor guy. And then another five, six minutes of pain. Yeah. No. But you got to do it at least once. How have you avoided doing this your whole career? There are many things I haven't done at least once, and I'm quite happy not to do them. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can convince you. The spiciest food you've ever had to keep your calls coming in at 451-1313. Text 124-7. Text is saying the one chip is at the new candy store in Dartmouth Crossing. Okay. Oh. Thank you for that. And this one says it was so bad that it got banned from my school. Yeah. But we bought it at Sobeys. I can see why it would be banned for sure. Uh, good morning. Move 100. Spiciest food you've ever had? Uh, it wasn't me. It was my girlfriend. First time at a Thai food restaurant. And she ordered something that had the four chili peppers beside it. Oh, yeah. Thinking that was how many vegetables were in it, not, uh, <laughs> not the spice level. Oh, my gosh. In for, it, uh, it, for yes. a rude awakening, eh? It, it didn't. I tried to warn her, but, uh, yeah, it didn't go well. <laughs> Four vegetables, please. <laughs> yep. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Remember the, the, the Harry Potter uh, uh, jelly beans? Oh, God. And, and sometimes was... they would be like puke flavor whatever right yeah this sounds kind of similar uh this text says i took my kids to the freak lunchbox a few weeks ago and they have the in quotes here world's hottest gummy bear what it's in a box with one gummy bear in it and they wanted to buy it for their dad (laughs) and we went to pay for it the cashier said whoever gets this Tell them not to swallow it because someone who <laughs> works there has been really sick for about seven weeks. Seven weeks? Seven weeks after swallowing 
The world's hottest gummy bear. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I've never heard of this. I just looked it up. It's called Lil Nitro, and it comes with a warning sign on it. This product is extremely spicy and has the potential to cause skin and or mouth irritation. Oh, God. There's also a warning that is for adults only and don't have it if you have any, you know, heart conditions. Consume at your own risk. Why? How? I mean, how would you like to be explaining, you know, why you're talking funny and and, <laughs> and the inside of your mouth has like blisters on I it? I ate the hottest gummy bear. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. And does that ruin your stomach? Like I mentioned, I had that dish that oh. ruined me for like three days. I couldn't eat for three days. Does that happen with this? It's not even my stomach I'm it's, worried about, it's okay? It's fire. It's, it's a... <laughs> It's uh, completely the other end of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning, Move 100. <laughs> You're talking about spicy food. Yeah, let's hear and, it. And I used to be, uh, there used to be an annual contest at Baba Ray's on Spring Garden Road. And it used to be, it was called the King of the Wing Contest and anybody could go in it. Okay, so yeah. When you when you go into this contest, anybody could go in, you sign your name up, but you sign a waiver uh, stating that, there could be heart issues uh, to do with this contest, and you, you signed the waiver, which we all did. Mm-hmm. So then you, they had a chemist on scene. So they mixed all these different spices together, and you had grown men, you had women of all ages there, and you spin the wheel. And they used to have, like, medium, mild, and then they call it the devil's advocate, which was one wing. Okay. So I, as long as you make it through the rounds, if you make, whoever makes it to the final round gets the barbecue set. And we're talking a complete backyard barbecue set. So we went through, we went from 20 people eventually down to 10. And, and I managed to stay in it for the first three rounds. But once my bottom lip started going numb, you, you knew it was a problem. They had milk and bread on the side, but it still didn't help the fact. So these two young guys come in from university uh-huh. and wanted to go in on it. So they end up getting devil's advocate like six or seven different times oh my god and we're all watching this young guy spinning the wheel and towards the end of it he he, he hadn't had a touch of alcohol when he went in he did he went into the bathroom and came out because there was so much spices in his system he actually had to be walked down the stairs he shook that bit oh my god, oh my god. and and a lady the lady that won it was from the philippines and she beat out all these grown football players from university yep. and all these different uh, construction guys that were involved. And I've never seen, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't imagine but what these poor guys are going through the next day, though. Oh, oh. God. It, it was awful. We actually uh, heard about one of the guys the next day, and he made the mistake. He didn't wash his hands completely. Oh, no. And went to rub his eyes in the morning and had to go to the doctors with an infection. Oh, gosh. Is oh, yeah, it worth I... it for a full barbecue set? <laughs> No, it wasn't. Clearly, you're not married. Mornings <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 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 on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. Leanne Giles, good morning. Are you ready to win $1,000? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so, too. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Leanne, so here's the deal. One minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You're going to win $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer that you give us. Leanne, if you don't know the answer, say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. All right, Leanne Giles, your $1,000 minute on move starts 
now. Leanne, how many sides does a rectangle have? Four. What banknote features an image of Viola Desmond? Ten. How much money is nine dimes, four quarters, and two $10 bills? Twenty-two-ninety. How many years of marriage will you celebrate? After how many years will you celebrate your golden anniversary? Fifty. Who gave the famous I Have a Dream speech? Martin Luther King. It's Ashton Kutcher's birthday within five years. How old is he? Fifty-five. What artist now holds the record for the most Grammy wins of all time? Beyonce. Double the number 37. What do you get? 74. Spell platypus. P-L-A-T-Y-P-U-S. Finish the title of this animated series. Where in the world is blank? Carmen San Diego. That is 10 questions, Leanne. Ooh, you were quick, Leanne. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go through the questions together. Uh, a rectangle has four sides. Uh, Viola Desmond on the $10 bill, nine dimes, four quarters, and two $10 bills works out to be $21.90. Uh, 50 years of marriage is the golden anniversary. Martin Luther King Jr. gave the famous I Have a Dream speech. Ashton Kutcher, he's actually 45 today. So you could have said anywhere between 40 and 50. Beyonce holds the record for the most Grammy wins, doubling the number 37 is 74. You spelled platypus, plat, what? <laughs> platypus, correctly, P-L-A-T-Y-P-U-S. And where in the world is Carmen San Diego? is the final question there. So, Leanne, I mean, you were close. Eight out of ten, 80 bucks this morning. Eight out of ten. Oh, so close. So close. So Next close. time, we'll go for the grand, okay? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Leanne, a okay. reminder to everybody and to you as well, included in that $1,000 minute advantage. We give you that every day on our podcast up about mid-morning. We'll have the answer to question number 10 for the next day's $1,000 minute. Leanne, thank you so much for playing and you hang on the line for us, okay? Okay, thanks. Uh, all right, tomorrow, you are winning a grand. We can feel it. Tomorrow is the day. <laughs> when you play the $1,000 minute, 8 o'clock, I'll move 100. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. 2% of Canadians say they will do this in the month of February which makes a whole lot of other people say, what? <laughs> Fe February? Why? 2% of Canadians say they'll do this, though, in the month of February. Okay, uh, what do you think it is? <laughs> Call Good us luck. with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Okay, text coming in. Polar dip in the ocean. You know, January, like doing that on New Year's Day or whenever people do that, it would have been the perfect year to do it. It was so fine. warm. It was fine. The entire month of January was fine. Yeah, regrets. <laughs> uh, this text says taxes. Brian says eating chocolate, washing your car. 2% of Canadians will do this in the month of February. Book summer vacation. Michelle says wear shorts. Hilda says go swimming. Okay, wait a second. Got to go back. To that, that, the, the right answer is not there yet. But I saw a guy leave an apartment building on Barrington Street on Saturday, minus 43 wind chill, <laughs> in shorts. What? There's I, always one. Uh, there, was, there was always one. <laughs> this guy looked like he was going to the gym. Oh, my like, gosh. Hadn't heard a weather forecast <laughs> all day, <laughs> all week long. I'm sure he was in for a rude awakening. <laughs> and he's going at least to Spring Garden Road from where I was seeing. That was the nearest gym. 
he walked out with his gym bag and in shorts. Okay, I cannot with that. 2% of Canadians say they'll do this in the month of February. All right, this text says Christmas shop. Uh, Sharon says book a warm trip. Jason says jump in a frozen lake barbecue. This text says my tree was down before New Year's. A few people procrastinate that. This text says break up, okay, go so jogging. Now I'm going to get you to really stop because oh. 2% of Canadians say they will do this in the month of February. It is take down their Christmas tree. I don't blame you. No, not why, at all. Why would, what's the rush? I am seeing so many houses with what I believe were their Christmas lights still up and still on. It's kind of been a, a trend lately where people will maybe take their tree down but leave their winter decorations up, right? Including lights or, mm-hmm. or other winter decorations that aren't necessarily Christmassy. But does anybody actually still have their Christmas tree up right now? Anybody looking at their Christmas tree at this moment or when they come home today, their Christmas tree will be right there in the living room and it's fully decorated for the season, Christmas if season. this is you, give us a call at 451-1313. Send us a text at 124-7. Why? Yeah, t- <laughs> Why is your tree still up? We're not going to judge anything. No, no. Just like, no, it's too, too, I've been busy. Maybe you're turning it into a Valentine's Day tree. Right, but just haven't gotten around to that yet. Yeah, if your Christmas tree is still up, give us a call at 451-1313. We want to talk to you. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.